serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Gatos, Chad, there's Becky Lynn in the news center. Hello. Uh, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, Halloween has been canceled, apparently. We're going to get to that in about 10 minutes. Why are you going to do that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just got to tell you guys something. So, late in the show yesterday, we were talking about the tragedy with the GCU students, the three of them killed in a wrong way crash. I can't get past it. I went home and I talked to my wife about it, and it just just brought tears to her eyes. I just, I couldn't move on from that story last night. That's a tough story. I just could not get it out of my mind. Um, And if, I don't know if if that was what you guys were also uh, feeling, but... You know, the story was this. A trip with friends turning deadly devastation. Tonight, three GCU students hit and killed by a wrong way driver on their way to the Grand Canyon to watch the sunrise. Oh, gosh. It just is so heartbreaking. We have such a problem in Arizona with uh, wrong way drivers. And you get three, you know, young women who want to see one of the greatest things that God has ever created. And they go and they just want to see it. And um, there's someone who is on the highway going the wrong way and kills the three of them. I saw, you know, today I saw some of the wreckage. It is horrific. Yeah. I, guys, I, guess I just could not get past it last night. It's the only thing that I was thinking of. And I tried to not think about it. But it's like, you know, our kids just got out of college a few years ago. You know, we have, uh, uh, we have one of our nieces that goes to, to, to GCU. Got it. She's is, a sophomore. Uh, yeah is ferocious when you look at it. It is just... And again, the SUV that was driven the other way... uh, Is that the wrong way? Yeah, he or she uh, sustained serious, uh, I guess, injuries. Drivers of other vehicles had non-life-threatening, and we have no idea if it was an elderly person, if it was a person who was drunk. We have no idea about any of that stuff. No. And I think it goes back to, you know, the issue of wrong-way driving. It all happens in the middle of the night. It all happens in the middle of the night. And like, you know, people are trying to figure out a solution to the wrong way drivers. You know, some people want to put up, what is it, the things at the high at the, the higher of, barriers stuff like that spikes, spikes. spikes. Yeah. we know that doesn't work and well it might but you'd have to put them at every single right. entrance ramp right. and that I, would cost a fortune here, and, and i'm you know the only thing that i can think of is you know somewhere between two and four in the morning uh, i don't think i'd ever get on the road Just again stay off the road. i think yeah and you're like well who's on the road at two or two or three or four in the morning a lot of people yeah a lot of people chad benson's on the road at 2 a.m i am okay. i'm in live i Driving in this morning. I thought of yeah. it. I thought, you know what? Uh, you know, it, you just don't know. I mean, you're highly, you know, I'm always looking out for stuff anyways. And, uh, you know, but yeah, you're. People go to the airport. People go to the yeah, airport. I saw a lot of that because I'll see people driving back. Like I was looking at today. I'm like, you know, because I'm like, you know, because you never know. Is a cop behind me or not? So I drive pretty much like, you know, whatever it is, 75 and driving 75. Yeah. But I look and I see people passing me I'm like, well, where are they going at Four in the morning. I used to wonder that too, and I always thought, "Well, I'm going to work, so perhaps they maybe they work at the hospital." Yeah, like and I and I think you was right. There's a lot of people too when you get to a certain area. Like these people are all heading to the airport. They got one of those horrible early morning flights. Yeah, absolutely. But like you said, working at the airport, a lot of people want to get in at work at five now, and they're going to be out. I mean, I got and I left extra early this morning. Becky Lynn, you did mornings forever for many years. You were on those highways, and, and you know there've been a lot of people who have died. 
a lot of people who have died. It's always sad, but it's three college kids. That's the thing. It just it's crushing. It's three college kids who want to see the sunrise over the Grand Canyon, and they and and probably planning it. Maybe thought it was it was a quick snap thing. Like oh, one of the things it's a must do here. And we're it is the Grand Canyon. We're going to see the sunrise. It's going to be it's 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 amazing. It's this life changing kind of thing. It's nature. Yeah. And then and then this happens. Yeah. Um, there were some people that witnessed it too, and. Um, let's hear from one of them. We heard from a woman who encountered the wrong way driver on the road. He was like, oh my God, oh my God, is that a wrong way driver? And I looked up and sure enough, I saw headlights coming right for us. And my husband had a slam on, on the brakes and he went off the side of the road to avoid getting hit because he was in the middle of the road. The wrong way driver survived and was last reported to be at the hospital. DPS says they believe the driver was impaired. Uh, uh, just fear. Now I'm just, you know, you know. Now it's, I mean, it's, it, it's not bad enough. We have three girls who are dead. Yeah. But the person that was driving was impaired. What do you do with that person? I, because I don't want to sit here. Vehicular manslaughter. Or yeah. actually murder. Can you do murder, murder now? Do they do right? vehicular murder? You murdered three people. You got behind the wheel impaired. You're either drunk or on drugs and you took three lives. You should have three life sentences. You never get out of jail ever. Uh, that should be the punishment. If you take one life, your life is over, too. We're putting you away for the rest of your life. If you can't be responsible on the road while you're driving a car, you don't deserve to be out in public. You deserve to be behind bars. Because that this now I'm ticked. You know, sad, it's one thing, to, you know, I was sad last night. We talked about the story before the end of the show. You know, imagine these three girls, their, their parents. My God. Goodness, what a tragedy. And it all could have been avoided if someone just Ubered or if someone just passed out or if someone just decided, you know what, I'm too drunk to get on a road because, you know what, I might go the wrong way. And, you know, you're going to have three funerals this week. And it's just the most horrific thing. A parent, three three pairs of parents have to bury their kid. Yeah. It is. Uh, and it all could have been avoided. All could have been avoided. Every one of these things could have been avoided, but it wasn't because somebody decided this was the best thing for them to do. And yeah, I, I don't know what the, the, you know, it's like if you get into an accident and it is an accident, you're not drunk, you're not impaired. It was something that happened. It happens. It happens. It's horrible. Right. This was, you made a conscious choice to get in a vehicle, and in doing so, by the sounds of it, you were driving like this for quite a while. That's another question. How long was the impaired driver driving for? Because, and where was this? Was New it River. A, New, I-17 New heading to yeah, Flagstaff. River. Mm-hmm. So not too far out of the valley. No. Because that's already kind of a dangerous highway. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of lanes. I don't, I'm just sick. I'm sick about it. I just am sick about it. Yeah, I'm just sick about it. We were talking about it. We were talking about it last night. My wife and I were we were just we we're sitting on the couch, and um, you know, you kind of you, you can't put yourself in the shoes of these three girls' parents. No, but when God, you no. but when you try, it's just you 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 just you, you you just can't do. You can't even speak. You can't even speak. I don't know what what the solution is to to these wrong way crashes. Other than you have to stay off the highway between a certain time of day. 
thought. Yeah. I mean, like and between, that's the sad thing, right? Like yeah. now, it's like you have to tell everybody, "Hey, people who have actual things to do, you, uh, uh, we're just we've just seeded the roadway for the next three to four hours yeah. to a bunch of law-breaking yeah. idiots who right. are going to drive around drunk right. because they can't control themselves. So we have to so do you this. Have to. Yeah, yeah. and you know, our our son when he was in college worked at QT. And sometimes he would work the graveyard shift. And we hated it because, first of all, that's a dangerous shift. Uh, you know, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be, you know, opening and closing a store at three in the morning. No, no. Nothing good happens. And we always told him, like, listen, don't, crime. Don't, Just don't, say crime. I Let's almost, be real. Don't no, worry I, about crime. Somebody I, walking in going, give me all your money. I said, let me pay you to not do the shift. Because two things. I don't want you in that store in the middle of the night. And I don't want you on the road. coming home at four in the morning because nothing good happens. Nothing good happens. And I always told him, you know, if you if you can't take if you cannot take that shift, I'll pay you not to take that shift. I will pay I will pay whatever they're paying for you not to take that shift. So I know that you're upstairs sleeping and you're safe. And a lot of times, you know, he did it and he wouldn't take the money because he's such a great kid. But he understood that he and my, you know, he and his mom, uh, me and his mom did not want him on the road at that time. Yeah. And so, you know, you have friends mourning the three Grand Canyon uh, University students killed in a wrong way crash in the I-17. It's just tragic. Yeah, just sick to my stomach. It really is just a, it's horrendous. All right. Um, coming up next, you better return your kid's costume. Halloween has been canceled. Why'd that take so long? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> we already got rid of Christmas. It's coming Woo! up on the Gatos Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That's us, you're you. I'll tell you what, kids, I can't believe they've not canceled this yet, but they're going to try. Yeah, Halloween's going to get canceled. (laughs) Got inclusive. (laughs) Okay, so this is a pretty interesting story. Oh, by the way, before we get to Halloween, uh, has your little daughter, uh, four, does she ever top five? She's got... Halloween three costumes. and a half of the five, okay. and she said she would have the rest by either tonight okay, or good. tomorrow. Because we're going to very serious about this. Yes, yes. So we're going to let you uh, vote on our Facebook fan page. Uh, what costume should Chad's little uh, daughter uh, Charlie? Uh, uh, which one should? She, and by the way, she's got a. Your kid's a little creepy she when is. it comes to this. She's. <laughs> I will say one of them is Chucky. Oh, she love herself some Chucky. Hmm. All right. We got Pennsylvania school district canceling its annual Halloween parties. It's an elementary school. So why are they canceling it? Um, It's pretty interesting because this thing has been going on for a long, long time. And for why they say they're canceling it and why they probably are two different things. I feel like it's just crossing the line and it's just where does it end? So next people are going to be offended by pumpkins. So we're going to take away pumpkins or jack-o'-lanterns or pumpkin carving. Yep. Uh, This is what the school says. It is uh, inclusivity concerns. Yeah. All right. What does that mean to you? Well, because some of the kids, like one or two of the kids had to sit in the library last year when all the other fun stuff was going on because they don't celebrate it. They don't celebrate Halloween. The parents are against it. Okay, fine. Fine. Well, so what then? That's, uh, is this what we are? Yes, this is where we are now. We have to bend over to to, to the one. One kid. Yeah. Or the two. Well, it's not fair. Why? why? I thought you were going to say maybe somebody couldn't afford a costume or something again and so they weren't what kid you know, can't 
Pablo and I were talking about this. Even the poorest kids in my school went and got that 99-cent <laughs> plastic mask, and they grabbed a bag, because when there's free candy, you will figure it out. Mm-hmm. You will MacGyver some together. Mom's out there like, this is my best sheet. Your dad's going to be mad, <laughs> right. but this is going to be incredible. And just, or wear old clothes of your parents. Yeah. You know, something too big and, you know, you torn can be, up. You can, you can be very creative. Yeah. Okay, so they say that they canceled the, the parties, the parades, the elementary school over inclusivity concerns. Also I, in Seattle and Wisconsin, they're doing it in several schools as well okay i'm not buying it they also talk about safety i think honestly i think they're worried about a shooting really I know, yes yes because i was reading some of the uh, lower marion there was quotes. a there was a shot uh, somebody got shot at a high school football game not at a child's right, parade right they say they can't control who comes in and out of the parade area they, you know, don't have enough uh, people to, to necessarily work it and watch the crowd. And I think they're honestly thinking that this is going to be a shooting that's or the, could be a shooting. That's the dumbest thing. It's stupid because, well, listen, you can't live your life like that. No, this is what one parent said about that. There's danger in every possible venue in every way. So what, are you going to cancel everything? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what you got to do now. Cancel everything. No, you no, can't you do that. It's ridiculous. And especially after COVID. You know, these kids haven't had a party in a couple of years. You know, maybe they did this last year. I don't remember how COVID was in October of But we're really worried about inclusivity. As I don't think that's it. I think that's, I think almost that's just an excuse. I think they're actually worried about somebody getting shot. No, I think they're worried about this. That felt a little exclusionary. It didn't really feel like it was generating that sense of belonging that yes. we hope to have in our schools. Yeah, but it's not generating. So wait a minute. This one, like when I was a kid, I'm like, that one kid's the reason we can't have Halloween? Oh, he's going to be excluded now. Oh, he's going to get beaten up outside. Yeah, there you go. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, that that, that nice. kid's going. Uh, that's that, just what kids do. That kid's going to a Halloween party as the kid with the black eye. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's not shoe polish. We uh, had to beat him up. Imagine this. Get on an airplane. Hey, somebody here's afraid to fly, so none of us can fly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, that plane's on the ground. You yeah. know how it is. It's a crapshoot. When do you buy these tickets? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happened. I don't I don't know what's happened. And so you said this is like one or two or three schools now. Yeah. Well, school districts now jumping in. You've got Wisconsin. California's gotten rid of this for a while now. It's like in some places you can. Like some of the counties that are a bit more red, they're fine. And the other ones, eh, not so much. It's 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 really interesting, though. It's like, you know, what's next? OK, so uh, oh, you guys can't hand out. Uh, if you guys can't have Valentine's. Oh, well, that's uh, been we've talked oh, about. Yeah. That. You know, well, and OK, so they've already had issues with Christmas and yeah. Easter. Yeah. Right. And of so course. now. Well, in, yeah. Valentine's Day. My good. wife, you know, who taught second grade for almost 30 years would always said that it's it changed a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. I think if you brought in a Valentine, you had to give everyone one. Because you didn't want the one yeah, person. You, you, you give everybody the crappy chalk candy that says you're my friend, and yeah. then you give the girl you like the big giant chocolate bar. All right, you could probably do that. You know? yeah. But yeah. everybody got something. But everybody, just, right. Back when I was in school, everybody got a Valentine. That's it. Everybody. Because you bought the big box that had like 36 in it. Yeah. You and know, you, and you would uh, give one to everybody. You're my friend. Whatever. Yes, my, and you had the big ones. <laughs> I gave Ninja Turtle ones out when uh, I was a yeah. kid. Hey, yeah. how'd that work yeah. for you, Pablo? Dude, uh, Is I, that good? I oh, yeah. Gave out the BG once. You guys like that? Gave out BGs. Stay alive. You know. You gave out a BG. I Halloween? actually gave out that and uh, and and Jaws. Valentine. Yeah. That's you. That that sounds. So about right. me. Uh, the kids in this district will still be able to dress up for Halloween. 
I didn't like the beach. Get the this. Way. Instead of the parade that's fun and outside and at night, right, and cool and creepy, there will be fall-themed activities in the classroom. Oh, God. What fall-themed stinks. That stinks. That I'm waiting for Thanksgiving to go. It's getting close. Hearing rumblings already about, uh, you know, we shouldn't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Because of, uh, you know, Native Americans and indigenous people and da-da-da. I'm just like, stop giving away our country, right? By the way, my family's from Mexico. They celebrate the hell out of Thanksgiving, right? They, you know, I've got friends and family from all over the globe. I'm they not, love it. I'm not giving it up. No, no. no. I'm not all giving right. up turkey. I don't know who you think you are, people. Seriously. Football. Bunch of vegans. Greatest day ever. Two football games? How great is that? Yeah. This, yeah. Oh, vegans are ruining the world. Oh, they're so <laughs> as, always, as always unhappy. Said, uh, vegans are dead to me. I can't be friends with vegans. You know, I just, they're not, they're not I don't like them. Oh, they're just the worst. <laughs> hey, coming up next. Coming up. Uh, our next guest is uh, throwing a wrench in Arizona's Senate race. We're going to talk about that with him next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right. So obviously, uh, this is the last day to uh, register to vote. Remember that ballots are going to be sent out. You're going to get to vote very soon, just a few weeks. It is the midterm election. We talked a lot about, obviously, the governor's race and uh, the Senate race. So, Chad, when we look at the Senate race, you know, Kelly and uh, Masters, and it seems that it's kind of close, but it seems Kelly's pulling away just a little bit. A smidge. There's an interesting new wrinkle, though. So there are three candidates, not two. Yes. I think everybody knows Kelly. I think everybody knows Masters. You know this guy. I am very pro-immigration. It's good for America. It helps our economy. We've got demographic issues as well. We need more younger workers. All right. So that's Mark Victor. And he participated in the debate just the other day. He's a libertarian candidate. Every time he is included in poll numbers... What? When Mark Victor's actually in the discussion, uh, it is a boat race for Kelly. When he's out of the discussion, it's within the realm of possibility that it, it could happen that uh, uh, Blake may win this. But uh, joining us right now is the Libertarian candidate, Mark Victor. Mark, how you doing today, man? Hey, guys. Such an honor to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Hey, Thanks. no worries. Man. So first and foremost, what was that night like? Because you seemed like at times the only sane one up there. Hmm. You know, I got to tell you, I didn't really enjoy it. My my preference would be to sit down and actually have an exchange of ideas. This thing wasn't a debate. Those guys could have just rerun their commercials, and I think you would have known everything about them there was to know. I had a lot more to say. I'd love to sit down and do a three-hour discussion, unscripted, with both of them, so we can have an exchange of ideas, and we can really get to the bottom of what it is that's different about what I believe and about what they believe. I, I don't think I want to watch something for three hours. I, I got to be honest, Mark. <laughs> I don't think I want. I, you know what? I, about twenty I can minutes. I promise you would keep it entertaining. No, not for three I hours. Guarantee. No, you. no, we do four hours, right. and it's not that entertaining. Believe me. I'll settle for two. Settle for two. All right, I got you down two hours. You went well one hour. You went from three to two. I, I might take it. <laughs> Mark Victor is joining us, Libertarian candidate, U.S. Senate. He was up on the stage uh, just the other day with uh, Mark Kelly and uh, and DeBlake uh, Masters. Uh, listen. I'm not being mean. I like you. I think you did a good job at the debate. But it doesn't look like you're going to win. 
What what does that mean to you? Because I mean, like, I, listen, I probably I, I wouldn't even have a problem voting for you. I thought you really did a good job at the debate. But like, it's almost impossible for, for you to win. Don't you kind of acknowledge that? Or can you or you're a candidate? You absolutely can't acknowledge that. No, look, no libertarian has ever won a major office uh, nationally. So I certainly acknowledge that. But I got to tell you, I woke up this morning and I found out I got a nine point bounce after that debate. I'm up to 15 percentage points right now. And almost nobody knows about me. People in the legal system know about me. The judges know, the prosecutors know, other defense attorneys know. But outside the justice system, I mean, I've been on the news. I've done a bunch of high profile cases, but people don't really know what I'm about. I am 100% confident that if they knew what I was actually saying, then I would definitely win. All they got to do, go to live and let live revolution.com, find out what I'm actually saying, and then make a decision. And then let's decide if we're going to get the same old, same old, the right controlled by the radical right and the left controlled by the radical left, or if we can chart a course for something new, something different. Hey, you know, Mark, you talk about no libertarians ever won, and that to me is shocking because I think most people, and I think you might agree with this, little bit right, little bit left, uh, that's where most of the people in the world live nowadays, and yet the radicals and the monopoly that these two parties have is ridiculous. Why can't libertarians win? Well, for exactly the reason you guys just mentioned, right? People say, look, Mark, I love you. I get these emails all the time now. I love you, Mark. You're definitely the best one, but I don't want to throw away my vote and this and that. And what I'm saying now is, look, are are you tired of the same old? Everybody's clamoring for something new. I I mean, I've had enough. That's the reason I'm running. I mean, getting elected to the Senate would be a huge pay cut for me. And I got to say, it's not super exciting to me to have these very superficial conversations with politicians. I'm more of a, a philosophical guy. I like to sit down and get into a real conversation, right? So I'm not super thrilled about it, but I don't like where we're going as a country, and I don't think either of these parties is going to put us anywhere else. I, whoever, of the, Whichever of these two guys gets in, if they get in, in six years, it's going to be exactly the same situation. We're not going to have anything different up there. And I will say, too, I don't think if I get elected, I'm going to be able to right the ship by myself, but what I can do is I can sit on the couch at Fox News and I can sit on the couch at CNN and win more hearts and minds. That's the only way we're going to get out of this mess. we got to convince our fellow brothers and sisters that there's a different way for people who have different worldviews. And look, we're never going to agree on everything and it's okay. We can still get along and live in freedom and peace. And can we be civilized with each other for a change? I think we need to chart a new course and get the word out there, and we need to have a big sea change, not just about one election. Man, I'll tell you what, you make way too much sense. Now I know why you're not going to win. <laughs> you do make That's a lot on of you sense, guys. man. They, they That's on like, hey, you man, I wanted to have you on. I thought this guy seems like he makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, look, I appreciate that, but if you, but if people want something different, you got to do something different. Look, I would have preferred to be on the ballot as an independent and not had whatever baggage comes with being an L. I speak for myself. I am not beholden to anybody else. I say only what I think is right. And I say the same thing no matter who I'm talking to, no matter who's giving me money. I'm just a guy who wants freedom and peace and civility. That's it. That's what I'm pushing.
All right. Mark Victor, Libertarian candidate, U.S. Senate, uh, gained nine points, Chad. I know. Nine points after the Still debate. Still some time, man. Make him uncomfortable for all of them. Yep. Thanks, Mark. You know what, Appreciate one, it. One more, one more thing okay. I'd like to say, if I could. Yeah. I would absolutely love to sit down and have a real debate with these guys. Put it out there. Let's the three of us get in a room and have a civilized exchange of views so people know what we're about. That's my challenge to the other two. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, Mark, brother. Mark Thanks. Victor, Libertarian candidate for U.S. Senate. Uh, listen, that's these never going to happen. You know why? Yeah. It's like when you're, yeah. Hey, I would love to fight that guy. Well, if you're a boxer, you're like, I'm not putting my guy up against that guy. He's too young. He's too green. He could embarrass my guy. He's not ready for that. Yeah. Those two guys would be torn apart in a situation. It like can that. only help Mark Victor, absolutely. Uh, but it puts Masters and Kelly out to possibly make a, a mistake. And yeah, and as we know, it's yeah. they they everybody plays prevent defense, right? Now, listen, Mark Victor make, made a lot of sense to me when I ca- caught up on the debate. Uh, it, it's true. He, made, he does make a lot of sense. He does blame both parties. So, interesting. Coming up next. Coming up. Hey, remember when NASA crashed that fridge into the asteroid? They were trying to million like, dollars inside of it. Right. They were, tra- they were trying to redirect that, that massive rock. Did it work? We have the answer. And was it worth how much money? $300 million. Was it worth $300 million? Next. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, uh, coming up at 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to a Republican. And uh, he runs uh, one of the big cities out here. And he's endorsed Katie Hobbs, the Democrat. Can't do that, can you? <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm so excited! Oh, you know, today's Takeout Tuesday. Oh, Becky Lynn, you can get some guacamole. I've learned oh. about the, the the Mexican people have guacamole. The not the voice. I mean, is he going to do this until you know November? Well, that's she's what she's he does. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. Wouldn't be Chad without it. Why don't you settle down over there? Hey, I just I didn't make it up. I don't. I don't hear you doing a Carrie Lake voice. You you hammer Carrie Lake enough. I do, don't I? I've, I've hammered Katie Hobbs pretty good, too. Nothing like you have hammered Carrie Lake. Well, Carrie Lake is a terrible candidate. See, there you go. And so is Katie Hobbs, to be quite honest. Quite honestly, like, oh, my God. All here right, we here go. we go. Okay. See? Stop it. All this right. guy doesn't even know us. Okay. Don't you want to have a new wrinkle okay, on the show? Come on. Okay, Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> uh, hey, remember the NASA uh, thingy that uh, crashed into a... The uh, dart. A rock. So it's it, a dart. It was like a massive asteroid that was the size of like what eighteen football fields mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And it was, and it was the us. little one. Oh, it was the li- it was the smaller. Remember that it was it the smaller a, yeah, of had the a two. larger counterpart. That's right. Is that so? Yes, it did. All right. I just want to know if it worked. So we even carried it live. We had live like play by play from NASA a couple That's weeks right. ago because you know you spend how much was it three hundred million dollars three hundred million to send something the size of a refrigerator into space. To crash it into an asteroid. Seven million miles away. It took a year to get there. Just to see, to see if you can. If you could redirect it. Yeah. All right. So apparently we have found out, did it work? First job for the refrigerator-sized spacecraft hit the small asteroid millions of miles away. Millions of miles millions. away. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson confirming what the live camera aboard seemed to show. Bullseye. Second job to protect Earth. Did it move the space rock? Did it move that big space asteroid thingy? Uh Okay. Move the space rock. NASA's Dr. Lori Glaze says for the first time, humans changed the orbit of a planetary body. What does that mean? 
I mean, we moved, we did what we wanted to do. We, we pushed it. it into an area that if it was coming at us, we have a chance to deflect it around Earth. We didn't deflect it towards us. No, we no. didn't. Okay. I wonder if we made it mad. Yeah, if you make the rock mad. NASA has proven that we are serious as a defender of the planet. And that countries can work together to do it, says Nelson. No, we can't. No, we don't. What do we want anybody else? Okay, England, you want to help? Some of these other countries? I don't want anybody else. China, I don't want you helping. Would you let Stay China? Stay away over there, China. You know what? Stay away, China. Period. Case closed. They're saying that about us. That's fine. That's well, fine. they could do it, too. Good. Then go ahead and do it. They no. probably, we've already done it. I don't want them to do it. I don't trust them to we've do it. To, we've, gone to, we've gone to the moon. We put a flag up there. It's ours now. <laughs> hey, we're, we, we got here. We put a flag on part of the moon, and you can't have it. Uh, so this is a good thing, that it actually did yeah. work, that there was a reason that we did it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then where do we go from here? Because well, now we know uh, we probably put in you know a position where we start building out at least mapping out how we would build something bigger should something get towards us. But remember, if something is going to come towards us that's going to be a size that would do damage, they will know in theory years before. So it's not like those movies where you got to go get unobtainium, right? And you have to build something. You got three weeks to do it. Right. And that's the Armageddon movie. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, there's something out there. Uh, we we forgot weeks. to look. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. I mean, I guess it should make us feel better, but you know, I, I I don't know. I we can't even handle a pandemic, but we can do this. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. This seems like the most impossible. Thing. Didn't we land something on Mars a couple of years ago that was yeah. the size of a refrigerator? Absolutely, or We're the size there. of a car? Yeah, and it's zooming around out there. Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. Next challenge: I want to see them land on an asteroid or catch an asteroid. But what? What do you mean a catch an asteroid? Like Should put, they build a big mitt? <laughs> like instead of crashing into it, you, like the the rocket, like. Attaches onto the front of it, and then you counter it with the rocket to slow it down enough to bring it to Earth. You want to attach yourself to an asteroid. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Slow it down so enough like that you could bring it, it to just Earth. Just kind of slow it down. In fact, I wouldn't even try to counter it. What I would do is I would just get in front of it if you're big enough and just go go a half a mile slower all the time until you get to the point where you then can turn it around and capture it. All right, this is a conversation. That was basically my idea. No, that's no, but no, yours was countering it as in like if you get in front of it and your engine would fire against it. My idea would work. Yours was horrible. (laughs) Coming up next, he runs the second biggest city in the Valley. He's a Republican. He's endorsed Democrat Katie Hobbs. This Republican will join us coming up next.